uh, talking federal budget was delivered last Thursday. Um, I think the overarching response to it was kind of, okay. Like, I don't think there was anything, lots of times a budget will leap out at you and there's something that really gets people charged up one way or the other. I mean, there are things that people are picking apart with his budget, of course, but um, I don't want to say ho-hum, but I don't think it was as earth-shattering as other budgets that I've covered. Let's put it that way. Um, to get some details and uh, ask some questions about it, we are joined now by um, Randy Boissonneau. Randy, of course, uh, MP from Edmonton, also the Minister of Tourism and Associate Minister of Finance. Uh, Minister Boissonneau, thank you for joining us. Always appreciate your time. Thanks, Jay. Great to be here. Um, let's just dive right into it. I know we don't have a lot of time. I think sure. the big issue for many Canadians right now, just getting through day-to-day life, is inflation. I mean, life is more and more expensive each and every day. And, um, you know, a lot of the critics saying there really was nothing in this budget to help Canadians deal with the soaring cost of being a Canadian right now. Well, it's a, it's a great point, Shay. And let me say that uh, when you said, said ho-hum, I might reframe that as going back to basics. Like, we invested particularly in Alberta during the pandemic, nine out of $10 that was used to get Canadians and Albertans through the um, pandemic came from the federal government. And I mean, I'll be straight up with you and your listeners. We invested half a trillion dollars in the lives of Canadians so that we could get through the pandemic. And we invested in businesses, we invested in cities and communities and people in provinces so that we could actually get to this economic recovery now. And I'm going to get to the inflation question in a minute, but let me just share with you a fundamental or two. We lost 3 million jobs during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and now we've got 3.45 million jobs back, 6.7% growth, and the lowest debt-to-GDP ratio in the G7. So when it comes to inflation, I think what we all need to just pause and reflect on is uh, the government of Canada is like, we don't, we don't control, we don't drive inflation. There's three things that are underpinning the inflation pressures right now. One is energy prices, which you know also benefits Alberta and Canada from the uh, royalty side of things. The illegal war and the tragic war in Ukraine right now is driving up energy prices. So that's an upward pressure on inflation. We also have supply chains that are still snarled post-COVID. And as long as China keeps their zero COVID policy in place, that's going to continue to be the case. And um, people bought a lot of goods during the pandemic because we couldn't go out and do things. We couldn't, you know, access the service economy. So that also put a lot of pressure on inflation. So what are we doing to help Canadians with affordability? All of our programs, like the Canada Child Benefit, which is saving the average, uh, which, which puts about you know, what puts thousands of dollars into Calgarians, into Albertan families' pockets every month, that's indexed to inflation. So is our old age pension. So is the Canada Worker Benefit. And so that's one thing. The other thing is the child care program that we put in place over the last year. That's saving the average Albertan family $5,600. And we just put in this budget a one-time payment to families struggling with housing mm-hmm. of $500. But we can certainly talk about our housing measures because there's a lot of money in this budget to deal with the supply side of the housing issue. You mentioned the spending and the inflation, and I know there's some concern out there, you know, from our our finance minister in this province, and I spoke with an economist uh, from a national bank last week saying, you know, the government promised to work hand-in-hand with the Bank of Canada on tackling inflation and getting it back down to a a manageable level, Um, and that didn't happen in this budget, according to the analysts. I mean, this is Travis Taves, the Alberta finance minister. High spending and borrowing governments actually contribute to an inflationary environment. And so I, I would really want to see, you know, fiscal prudence in future federal budgets. I have a concern with, with the 
know, kind of Trudeau Singh alliance, if if I can put it that way. You know, and and Minister, I mean, that was echoed by economists that I spoke to last week, saying, you know, that's this spending. Um, certainly, you, know, you mentioned the debt to GDP ratio, and I know that's the benchmark, but we know interest rates are going up, spending is going up. It's a recipe for trouble. Well, if you take a look at the um, the projections in this budget, Shay, we also uh, we were up like three hundred and some. Uh, billion dollars investing in Canadians during the pandemic, over $100 billion last year. This one's at uh, 58 going down to no more than $8 billion by 26-27 as a deficit. That's lower than the first budget we put in place in, uh, in 2016. And so we're going to continue to grow the economy. I think the other thing that's important for people to know is the size of the Canadian economy is $2.5 trillion as of last, you know, quarter four last year. And that's what we predicted the size of the economy to be in the 2018 budget. So the economy is growing. We're going to welcome 1.3, 1. 1.4 million more Canadians to the country in the next three years. Um, because you probably have heard this from business that we've got a labor shortage, right? Yes. We have 5.3% unemployment right now. That's the lowest unemployment since I was six years old. 1976, we haven't had unemployment that low. So We've got to bring people in. We've got to skill them up. We've got to recognize their credentials. Like in the tourism sector, I got some inns and groups right in the mountain parks that can't open fully because they don't have enough people. So, But you can't have more people unless you have more homes. So that's why we're putting the money in to double the housing supply, to make sure that people can have a home so they can have a job. And then the green investments are also going to be good for Alberta because it's going to position us to prove to people what some think we can't do, which is literally get to the greenest barrel of oil and sell that to the world. And with all of the energy security stuff that's going on because of Russia right now and mm-hmm. the invasion of Ukraine, there's a lot that we are putting in this budget. And you might have heard the Minister of Finance say this. This is the first chapter in a four-chapter book. Um, Minister, I know we've only got a minute or two left. I'd like to get into both those topics. I'll pick the housing one because you mentioned that earlier. Uh, $10 billion trying to increase supply. Basically, that's the remedy for the situation that we face, according to the government, increasing supply. How do we do that? I mean, the construction industry is running flat out. We have almost half a million homes under construction right now. As you say, we have a labor shortage. It's not like we can just build more homes. Who's going to build them? I mean, it's a massive issue. How do you just say, okay, we're going to build more homes and throw money at it? So we work with municipalities to cut the red tape. I know there, like in Edmonton right now, there's five projects coming out of the ground that are going to help people who have been, uh, you know, living on the street are going to be able to call those uh, places home. And those builds from announcement to people moving in are less than 15 months. So that rapid housing program is working. It's working in Calgary. It's working in Edmonton. It's working in other municipalities. The other thing we're going to do is help people to get their first home. There's um, a new thing called the Tax-Free First Home Savings Account. It's like a, an RFP and a TFSA that you can put $8,000 away every year for five years. And at the end of it, you've got forty grand that you can use to put the, as a down payment to your house. So we're going on the supply side, and we're also going on the affordability side because Everybody needs a, you know, a place to call home so that they can get to work and grow the economy. Uh, Minister, I know you're out of time. I do appreciate you giving us a few minutes this morning. We'll do this again soon.